minutes, 25 seconds. 20 seconds and counting. T-minus 15 seconds, guidance is internal. 12, 11, 10, 9, ignition sequence start. 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, 0, all engine running. Liftoff, we have a liftoff, 32 minutes past the hour. as Apollo 11 does its roll program, this podcast now does its roll program. The tape is rolling. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in the world. My name is Grant Cameron, and you're listening to the Paranormal UFO Consciousness Podcast. Thank you for taking time from your life to be here. Welcome to today's uh, episode of the Paranormal UFO Consciousness Podcast. As many listeners will know, I spent probably three decades looking at the President of the United States and his role in the UFO subject. The reason I did this is in 1975, the second night I had a very close encounter sighting, I wondered why a UFO would come to the place in the world where I live, which is not really famous for anything. And as the joke goes, the one place in Canada that even Canadians don't want to visit. So I wondered why they were in this particular spot. And um, I figured I didn't know, but I figured somebody had to know what was going on. I started a pursuit through my life and my career to go after people who I thought might know the answer to the UFO subject. One of those people, of course, is the President of the United States, who is often referred to as the most powerful man in the world. And because a lot of the news now is about the upcoming election, I want to do an episode on um, Donald Trump. Um, I will probably do a, a shorter version of Joe Biden later, but today I'm going to talk a little bit about Donald Trump and, and what he knew or didn't know about UFOs and what he had said. I had, uh, for many years, the Presidential UFO website. I don't really run it anymore. Um, it'll all be online uh, where people can, can look at uh, the files that I'm now... So let's get to uh, Donald Trump and his involvement in the UFO subject. Um, when Donald Trump was uh, elected president in 2016... Um, I was contacted by a major Republican or a major Donald Trump fundraiser uh, who also had a very strong interest in UFOs, uh, was fairly knowledgeable about a lot of the stuff, had contacts with um, the CIA, and he came to me with help to do a citizen's briefing for um, President-elect Donald Trump. This briefing was going to be given to uh, Rents Priebus, who was the first um, chief of staff for uh, President Trump. And the initiative was similar to an initiative that took place in 1993 after Bill Clinton won the White House. A uh, very powerful um, businessman billionaire Lawrence Rockefeller 
decided that he was going to go to the president and get UFO disclosure. And he went to the White House and he was cut off at the pass by the science advisor to the president, Dr. Jack Gibbons. And he ended up presenting a um, briefing to the science advisor. And then later in 1995, he presented a citizens type briefing to Hillary Clinton. The story was that Bill did not show up at the briefing because um, as he referred to it, it's like the uh, tar baby story. You don't want to touch this so you get stuck to it and you can't you can't get loose. So Hillary watched the presentation made by Lawrence Rockefeller and then the next morning said, okay, we've listened to your um, take on UFOs and I don't ever bring up the subject again. So briefings to spell it to people, briefings are, um, and this is my understanding, are, are there's two different types of briefing. There's a, sort of a citizen's briefing, which really doesn't mean anything. Uh, citizens can write letters and send material, as Stephen Greer had done, to the president and to the White House. The president may not even read that stuff. And even if you do give your little song and dance to the president, it doesn't really mean anything because it's not official information. It's just some person's opinion on the street. An official briefing is the best possible information that the U.S. government has on a particular subject. So if, uh, as in Jack Gibbons' situation in 1993, he knew nothing about UFOs, he immediately requested a briefing from the CIA. That briefing was given to a guy by the name of Dr. Ronald Pendolfi, and uh, Ron may have briefed him privately, or there may another former CIA guy by the name of Kit Green may have briefed uh, President Trump or President Clinton or Jack Gibbons, but. Uh, Ron Pendolfi knew that publicly he could not uh, give a briefing because this would become public and the official position was that the CIA is not involved in UFOs. Therefore, what he did is he brought in um, a fellow to write a briefing, um, Bruce, Bruce Maccabee. Uh, Bruce stayed up all night uh, and basically his version of what he thought was going on with UFOs that was not presented the next morning. It was actually another briefing uh, done by another um, UFO researcher. And that was presented and um, it went from there and uh, really didn't really didn't mean that much. The official briefing uh, may have been given to the, the science advisor, but it was done in the background. And the official briefing is where a briefing officer, uh, say an agency like the CIA, defense intelligence will gather all the available material whoever the expert agency is gather it all give it to the director of national intelligence who will uh, assign a briefer the briefer will go in to the president and brief him on whatever the subject is the best available evidence and uh, it's basically classified uh, and there's um, it's often done in a skiff and uh, the person will have to sign for the briefing that they receive this briefing so as far as we know, um, there have been official briefings, and I'll talk a little bit about that in terms of uh, Donald Trump. But uh, So this uh, very sort of well-off businessman that contacted me um, said, we, we want to give this briefing to Rance Priebus, and uh, can you tell me you know, where you think the bodies are and the crafts are? And I said, well... I mean, you're giving, you're giving this, like, um, 
why why would you give this and why are you asking me I, I, don't, I don't know where the bodies and the crafts are and he said well they're not going to tell him and I said well who's not going to tell him he said well they're not going to tell Trump and I said well who who are you talking about who 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 are and he said well the people who who run it and I said my understanding is this if president-elect comes in as what happened with um, Jimmy Carter and George Bush. George Bush was the outgoing CIA director and um, Carter fired him. He, he never served a day in the Carter administration. Uh, the president has, people work for the president at the pleasure of the president. And when the president is no longer pleased with them, they are no longer working for the president. And um, most presidents are very ego-driven, very A-type personality. They, f they will fire people very easily if they, you know, turn against them. And so I said, well, this is the situation as far as I understand it. If Trump comes in and he appoints a CIA director and he doesn't appoint somebody who doesn't knows what he's doing, appoints a business guy or his friend or, or whatever, if that CIA director does not tell President Trump about the UFOs, whose problem is that? He's hiring the people. I said the national... The, the director of national intelligence he will hire the head of the nsa he will hire the head of the joint chiefs of staff he will hire he assigns whoever he wants and if those people can't be trusted well then there's not much we can do basically there is no there when you go right down to it everybody's working for the president and if he finds uh, if you say well i really can't uh, tell you um, the president will, the, not even the president, but the, uh, an aide will basically tell the person, the president wants your resignation on his desk by 9 o'clock tomorrow morning. You're gone. And so the old story is that if the president wants to find something, he can just basically fire people until he gets to whoever's going to finally open up to him and tell him the truth. And Barack Obama was actually asked at one point whether he looked for the UFO material, and he said, yes, he did. And he said, were you, were you able to get it? And he said, yes, I was. And that sort of shows you that if a president wants to get something, as the expression goes, uh, all the agencies will move mountains in order to get the president what he wants. Because people got to remember that the uh, people say, well, the CIA is covering up or NSA is covering up or whoever. Um, people have to remember that the CIA only has one job, and that is to provide the best intelligence to the chief executive officer, uh, the president to his his executive and to the eight key people in Congress uh, and and the Senate. And that's all they do. That, they're just providing material. They're not really selling steaks or, you know, cars or uh, running, uh, you know, military operations. They're just there to provide intelligence. And um, so the, the president asks for something, uh, people will get it. Now, I guess the basic problem with Donald Trump is that Donald Trump was never really interested in UFOs. And that was exemplified by um, a video that was released when he was running for president where he was signing uh, people's um, placards, Trump placards. And he was going along and the guy was yelling, are you going to disclose UFOs? Are you going And he walked right by this guy. And the guy was yelling to keep repeating this question. And Donald Trump just kept going and just totally ignored what this guy was saying. So part of the problem of, of what Donald Trump may know is that uh, he's not interested. So even though the material may be there, if you're not interested in the subject, well, you're never going to request a briefing or go looking for it. And um, 
President Trump actually at one point says that he, he's really not that interested. So you have this campaign thing where he's on the campaign and, and he's being questioned about this and sort of ignoring um, uh, what, 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 what people want to know. Now he, he was, his son was very interested and, and at one point uh, there's an interview that's done where Donald Jr. asks him, um, can you tell us about the aliens? That's, that's all I'm interested in. Um, can can you tell me are, are there aliens? And then he said, uh, and what really happened at Roswell? And um, President Trump said, well, I'll have to think about that. And he said, millions of people want to go to Roswell, indicating that he sort of knew that uh, the story of Roswell and what was behind it. He said, all sorts of people asked me that question. And, and so this indicates that at least he knows sort of the myth story of, of what's going on. Now, a number of things happened during the Trump presidency that sort of led to him being questioned, and that's usually what happens. Something breaks, uh, New York Times runs a story, and then they ask the, the president, and that's where he goes on the record. Otherwise, you don't really get anything. So um, one, one of the things that happened was um, when TTSA uh, came forward in October of 2017, made this big splash that um, these high-level government people were... Uh, demanding disclosure that UFOs were real and that um, the, the, the government was uh, hiding stuff. Um, the question was asked of Sarah Huckabee, who is now uh, governor of uh, Arkansas, but then she was the press secretary for the president. And later on, the, the reporter stated that uh, Sarah Huckabee told him that she they knew this question was coming because the TTS story had broke it was a big story. People were talking about it. And, uh, of course, he asked the question about uh, uh, what's President Trump's view on UFOs. Is he going to disclose? And um, Sarah Huckabee said, uh, let me get the quote here. Um, the qu that question has not come up in our back and forth in the last couple of days, indicating that she was in her discussions with Donald Trump, this subject never came up, which may be true because Donald Trump wasn't interested in the subject. And then she said, I'll check on that and um, get back to you. And when I asked the reporter later, I said, did she ever come back to you? And he said, no, she never came back to me. So that's what they generally do in the press uh, press corps uh, meetings is that the press secretary will sort of walk around the subject because this has always been sort of known as a toxic subject. Uh, you don't want the president to touch it because if the president can't do anything about it, it sort of takes away from his power. If he basically says, we have no control over this, I don't really know what's going on or whatever he says, it doesn't put the president in a very good look. The president is supposed to be the guy who's in control of everything. He's got everything, on, you know, everything's going great. And so questions like this where they really don't have any answers, they will uh, sidestep. And that is my basic bottom line contention is that the government knows a lot less than what you think they know. And there are some indications I'll be discussing with Trump that show you that that's exactly the case. Um, in one 2019 interview, um, after the Navy pilots, uh, Fravor and the boys had the UFO setting, it made big, big news. Um, Trump was asked about UFOs and he said, uh, we're watching the skies for aliens. Um, and then he said, um, uh, he, he indicated, yes, he had gotten a briefing. Now, 
people have written it up in the paper that he, where there was the Air Force. Well, it was not the Air Force because the Air Force um, stayed out of this whole disclosure thing uh, recently. It was the Navy that pushed the whole thing. There was uh, the Nimitz and uh, uh, Navy pilots were, were having these encounters and they were the ones coming forward. So when he's asked by Stephanopoulos, I think it was the reporter asked him, uh, he immediately went, they asked him, what about the pilots? And he said, I think it's probably, and then he and then he sort of hesitated and he stopped. And then he said, I want them to think whatever they think. So he, I think he was ready to say, I think it's probably natural phenomena or it's, uh, you know, he was going to give some prosaic explanation of what these pilots were saying. And then he basically realized that these were fighter pilots and that it would not look good. So that's why he said, I want them to think whatever they think. So if they want to think it's UFOs, that's fine, fine with him. Um, he at that point he said I did have one briefing uh, but people are saying they're seeing UFOs do I believe it this is the important part he said do I believe it not particularly the indication was from what I heard was that the Navy went in and showed them the videos and said mr. president here's the videos and we're trying to figure out what this is and it's very unusual and um, Trump looked at it and said, "Yeah, okay, they're they're stunning videos. They're very they're very cool, but uh, I'm really not that interested." He said it was a very short briefing, and he indicated there was only one briefing, and so he doesn't particularly believe in UFOs. So if if this was all solved and the government had everything, and they gave him the briefing, uh, he would not have said that in terms of not particularly believing. Um, and then again, talking about the film, he said, "I just wonder if it's real." Uh, that's a hell of a video, which indicated they showed on the video, and that's what Barack Obama indicated. So you can see this parallels between other administrations. Barack Obama, after all these videos went public and made a big uh, um, amount of noise and, and news, Barack Obama made a statement that, yes, he had seen the videos, but we don't know what's going on. And that seems to be um, a thing that's repeated over and over again. I've referenced numerous times Jim Semiban, who was a high-level CIA op, uh, official who retired in 2008, and his equivalency in the military was a two-star general uh, rank with the CIA. Uh, he's made a number of statements. He, I was told who he was briefed by, when he was briefed, and then later he confirmed that he had seen some sort of classified intelligence briefing on UFOs. And basically what he said out there, what he said was there does not appear to be any there there, which does not indicate they know what's going on. The yes, there's there's videos. Yes, there's hardware. There's bodies. There's all this kind of stuff. But as to what, what where this is from or, or what's really going on, they don't know. The other thing Jim Semivan said that sort of supports this this idea that Trump was saying I don't I don't really believe this stuff. It's it's kind of interesting to look at, but he doesn't really believe it. Jim Semivan said people say all we have to do is put connect the dots, and then he said I don't really think I'm not really sure there are any dots that does not indicate they know what's going on one of the the statements that a lot of people forget is Tom DeLong who broke the TTSA was running the TTSA thing uh, had a number of high-level officials that he was dealing with and the one particular official um, who was one of the key officials basically agreed to talk to him and tell him what was going on he started by saying uh, it was the war and we discovered a life form and Tom pushed him pushed him and then he said okay um, 
I will, I will talk to you about what's going on. But he said, what you, you may be disappointed. You may find what you may find in the end is a bunch of uh, men standing around in suits in the dark around an elephant, which again it does not indicate that they really know what's going on. Barack Obama stated that that um, he'd seen the videos, but he didn't know what's going on. Jimmy Carter was asked uh, by James Fox uh, at a book signing. Uh, about the UFO thing, and what Jimmy Carter said is there are many many possibilities, but no one has answers. Again, and then uh, the Eric Davis, who was a key um, physicist working with NIDS, um, who actually went to uh, Senate and briefed them on the fact that he believed that there was uh, recovered hardware. Um, stated that they had put the whole thing on the shelf in 1989, and that. They did it because they basically couldn't figure it out. Even though they had crafts and stuff, they 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 couldn't back engineer the stuff. It was way beyond their their understanding. So they would put it on there, and then the story was that every six or seven years they would take it back off the shelf and uh, review it again, and then find out they still couldn't figure it out and put it back on the shelf. And I've always said the reason, one of the reasons why I call this the consciousness UFO uh, podcast, is that uh, consciousness is a big part of this thing. If you've read my book. Uh, about the people who fly the craft, 36 people claim they've flown the craft, uh, called uh, UFO sky pilots, Uh, they all indicate that the craft is alive and that uh, the way you fly it is you put your hand on a panel or a ball and you uh, sort of interact with the craft that way, you become one with the craft and whatever you think is what the craft does. So this consciousness thing is is extremely important and that's what they're they're missing in this whole thing. So uh, the Wilson Leak document, which I uh, pushed out onto the internet uh, through other people, uh, talks about the fact that they they have a craft and they think it'll fly. And this had to do with uh, the former head of intelligence for the Joint Chiefs of Staff uh, finding the program that was actually doing the back engineering. And that's what he was uh, told was that um, they have a craft and they think it'll fly. And that indicates the old rumor that they have a craft uh, that they've had is totally intact, there's nothing wrong with it, uh, but they can't fly it. And the reason they can't fly it is because they don't have this consciousness interface. They can't turn the craft on. Uh, now, Fox News did an interview. This is uh, the Pentagon Task Force came out in October of 2020. Um, and um, at that point, President Carter said, we're going to take a strong look for UFOs. He was asked about um, the task force and um, he basically said, well, yeah, we're going to take a, a good look at it. And then there's there's the, the question of maybe Donald Trump was not told that they sort of kept him in the dark, the Illuminati or whoever you, you want. Um, but Woodward, Bob Woodward, formerly the Washington Post, did a bunch of interviews with Trump and he um, asked Trump um, if if he had all, all the secrets, if he was was getting stuff, and that's when he said, "We've got stuff uh, you've never seen or heard about," which indicates that he de- there is stuff out there that 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 is being kept secret, and that um, it it tended to indicate that he had access to it, that he'd seen this, but he was going to keep it um, secret. Stephanopoulos asked him, um, "Would you know?" indicating this indirect question, maybe they're hiding it from you. Would you know? 
and Trump replied, our pilots would know. Now, um, Bill Clinton was asked about this as well and sort of um, gave kind of a crazy answer. He was saying, um, I'm probably not the first president that's been kept in the dark that bureaucrats have tried to wait out where the indication was that they really weren't telling them the truth on UFOs. And then in the same interview, he said, um, I asked for the Roswell stuff and um, I looked at it and then I determined there was not a UFO that crashed in Roswell, New Mexico. And that basically indicates you can't have it both ways. You can't say on one hand, I didn't get the secrets. And then on the other hand, say I looked at the Roswell stuff and it wasn't a UFO. Now, we, we now have these hearings going on, uh, UFO hearings. Trump is not talking about it now. He's, he's talking about all sorts of other issues. Um, and people got to remember that, that in the UFO community, people think this is the most important thing in the world, but they always fail to realize that 95% of the population could care less. They may be sort of interested to hear a story or see it on TV, but it's not something that affects their life. It's not a bread and butter issue. And most people really don't care. And a lot of the presidents you'll find fall into that thing. Um, in fact, there's one here. Um, Trump is asked about that. And he um, he, he talked about... Um, the importance of the issue. And he brushed it off, saying he was more interested in terrestrial concerns such as Russia, Chinese, and North Korea. And that is very peculiar because it acts abs absolutely um, ties in with what Barack Obama said in 2017 at a presidential debate where Barack Obama is asked about uh, life out there. Is there is there life out there? And he said, well, there may be life out there uh, and uh, they may be on their way. But all I know is that there's life on Earth and we are not taking care of our kids who are alive and getting uh uh, not getting health care and as president these are the people that I will be attending to first so this is sort of the issue that UFOs may be an issue but it's not an important issue we've got I've got other more important things to do um, and then again we go back to this interview that his son did um, which was really hyped a lot of people thought he was going to drop the secret and that and that's the whole thing about Donald Trump everybody figured that um, if anybody was going to drop the secret it would be Donald Trump that he just couldn't keep his mouth shut and he would he would talk about it but when his son asked him about Roswell he said well I've heard very interesting things about Roswell um, and then he he basically said um, he, he really couldn't talk about it and uh, that he had this little briefing and so you 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 have this situation where he's aware of it he's not really that interested in it and even when his son asked him he basically says um, he, he really he can't talk about it, but it's all very interesting. So let me think. Um, again, we go. Uh, I'll go back to this fundraiser guy that came to me, and this whole idea that if the president did see this as important, he would go after it. And you even have um, Biden, who was asked about UFOs in 2007 at the exactly the same time that that. Um, Barack Obama talked about, you know, taking care of the poor people rather than looking for, for extraterrestrials. And at that point, they asked Biden, um, uh, what about you? What, what do you think about UFOs? And he said, are you serious? I mean, 
this thing's really going downhill this inter this interview here no i don't i don't believe so he, biden is not really that interested but you'll see him doing things um approving even the press secretary has said that biden approved the uh, pentagon setting up this uh place to investigate UFOs and to take pilot sightings and stuff like that, that that got the authorization of the President of the United States. So it will be something where they go to the President and he says, yeah, do it, just keep it keep it away from me. Um, I don't really want to get involved. I don't want to touch it. And the reason I don't want to touch it is because it is still sort of a toxic issue. I, the Canadian government, I'll end with this, the Canadian government was run program in 1950 to 54 was run by a guy named uh, Wilbert Brockhouse Smith, and he talked about this, answering the question, why does the high-level guy in Canada would be the prime minister not do something and disclose this? And he said, um, basically, to paraphrase him, no minister in his right mind will ever uh, talk about something which he has no answers to and has no control. It basically just doesn't get you anywhere, and so that's basically... Um, the situation. So I'll do a couple of presidents as we go along as I put my files onto the internet, all my presidential files, and um, thanks for listening and hope you join me again soon. That's this week's episode of the Paranormal UFO Consciousness Podcast. I'm your host Grant Cameron hoping that you will join me for upcoming episodes. Links to my YouTube interviews, books, and my Facebook sites are in the show notes. If you love the podcast or learn something valuable, we'd love for you to subscribe, rate, or give a review on today's episode. If you would like a certain paranormal subject dealt with in the future, please let us know. Until next time, watch this space, and thank you so much for listening.